0: We're back. Another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. Episode four. Of Virtual Eleven. Yeah, it feels like episode 44. (laughs) It's been a long time. we did a
1: long episode, and uh, that Angel and the Gambler, I didn't expect. I thought we would get through this in, I thought it was going to take three episodes. Yeah. But we're determined to finish in four now. We're not going to drag this into five five or six. That's
0: crazy. I spoke to... uh, a clergyman, and he said all the time we spent covering that. It counts as time in purgatory. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I didn't speak to a clergyman.
1: <laughs> How's it going? Good. So beer today. Let's just get right in the beer and right in the tracks. Let's do it. Make up for that Angel and the Gambler episode where Let's we veered it. off for two, for over an hour on Angel and the Gambler. Yes. This is from Maybe Brew. Which is in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Yeah, we did
0: that before. That's the no maybe. Definitely a yes brew. Right. Right, but this is a different brew. This is
1: the fixed gear American wheat. Yeah. A light, refreshing wheat ale, it says. Yeah.
0: This is another brother-in-law beer, isn't it? It is. Yeah.
1: Well, my sister and my brother-in-law sent me a bunch of beers, and I've been saving them and pulling them out of the beer fridge every now and then. Yeah.
0: Let's open this one. Crank it.
2: Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers.
0: This is uh, a great brewery. I
1: used to live in Fredericton, but none of yeah. these breweries were there at the time. This is delicious.
0: That is lovely. What is that, a wheat beer? Yeah. My only regret wow. is
1: that we didn't drink this in the summer, because it would be a great summertime beer.
0: That would be excellent.
1: Wheat beers I find sometimes yeah. so sweet, and this one isn't. This is great.
0: So this episode, we're going to do some cover. We'll, we got a lot of feedback. We'll get into that probably in a next episode, because we got a lot of other made yeah. stuff, and we don't want to... Overdo the virtual eleven right now, yeah. but um, we're going. I am have...
1: kind of glad actually that yeah. we spent so much time on Angel and the Gambler, yeah, because it's so many people hold that song up as the worst maiden song. That's right, and hopefully maybe we even
0: like yeah. softened
1: some people's opinions. But I think by playing all those clips so much, we might have even made people hate it more.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's <laughs> that's that's true. I mean, if if you tackle a well loved album then you have to find some unique perspectives on it because right. you can't be like, hey, everybody, this is Power Slave. Like, this is what it sounds like. You know, oh, yeah. here's, here's Trooper. Have you heard this song? You got to, like, break down live, find it something interesting, you know, try and yeah. find an angle. Uh, it's when an album is controversial or unknown, like the, some of the newer albums. Right. That's when there's That's when it gets exciting
1: discussion, I think. Because, I mean, I feel like, you know, those first
0: string of Maiden albums...
1: We could just yeah. sit here and, like, play clips and high-five each other for, like, an hour. Totally. <laughs> totally. so awesome.
0: Yeah. But that's not going to be too exciting.
1: Yeah. So, we haven't talked about the cover art for this. We talked a tiny bit, I think, in the first episode. Yeah, I think
0: we talked about the football team. Right. Mm. So, this
1: is Melvin Grant, the guy that did the Fear of the Dark yeah. album.
0: Um. In between,
1: we also had uh, Hugh Syme, who did the X-Factor, the live model. Eddie. Yeah. But this one is... Melvin Grant. The original version, I have a print-up of it here. So this is the original. It just, it's more of an orange tint. Yeah. The Limits, there's no football team.
0: Yeah. So that was added in the end, you said. That yeah. was. So I have a
1: quote here from Melvin Grant. He says, Maiden no. asked for an idea to do with virtual reality. The concept no. behind Virtual 11, which I originally called Virtual Insanity, was of a boy sitting in a very tranquil setting, seeing Eddie and Chaos through the VR set. mm so which world is the boy actually in? I was then asked to include the football game, which is how the title became Virtual Eleven. Yeah. So I'm glad they didn't name this album Virtual Insanity. Yeah. That would be. Uh, that would be. Yeah. Weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, that's isn't that a lyric in uh, Jeremiah? Jer- oh, Jimmerique. Yeah, Jimmerique. Song. song. Yeah, that's right.
1: Um, and yeah, this yeah. people always talk to you about the uh, the new. This is the appearance of the new logo. Yeah. Where they cut off the tails on the letters. Oh,
0: that's now. And I kept that
1: until Book of Souls.
0: That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Well, I remember coming back in Book of Souls. I forgot it started here. So the that's
1: cool. Eddie on this like I don't mind the Eddie. Yeah. This Eddie. I don't know how much I like the virtual reality kid and all that. I mean, it's, it's an okay concept, but the Eddie itself I don't mind. It's weird. Yeah. He has these like big ears and stuff. But this it's is a little bit different.
0: This is a huge improvement. Over uh, X-Factor. And yeah. at the same time, Brave New World has a really iconic look, but yeah. it's not doesn't have this level of detail. This eddy is actually awesome. Well, oh, there's a lot of detail in the yeah.
1: cityscape of Brave New World. Yeah, there is a the, the is kind of just in, suggested in the clouds area.
0: Yeah, in the clouds we all know, but the, the plagiarism in the clouds. It's a very,
1: uh, it's kind I of a different it. looking eddy. Yeah. I like, I'd give this a the thumbs eyes. up. Yeah, the I the kind of a wish simple. that this like hellscape mm. behind him of the burning city and the tortured souls and stuff. Yeah. I would almost rather it's all that without the virtual living yeah. kid, but, I mean, then you wouldn't have this concept of virtual or whatever.
0: Yeah, or is it more of a metaphor that the virtual world is going to be a hellish landscape where people aren't playing soccer, they're playing with themselves?
1: <laughs> Another hot classic Josh, hot, hot take. A hot take.
0: <laughs> Leads to hellfire. But and, uh, he did this yeah. album,
1: he did Fear the Dark. That's right. Um, Death on the Road, which is a really cool album cover. Final Frontier, which we both agreed we would like that Alien Eddie. It's very different. Yes. Um, from Fear to Eternity, the Benjamin Briggs single with uh, Eddie like digging the grave. Yeah. So he does some pretty cool work. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people that hate this album cover. Actually, I've got a stack of Virtual 11 emails here. We've got even more of them now. Yeah. They've just been pouring in. <laughs> I've never. We've. This is probably ten times the feedback we've gotten from any other album.
0: Really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just tons of emails here.
0: Yeah, we get more feedback all the time. Yeah. But, but this also, one for some this reason one's controversial. Is, yeah. There's a controversy.
1: Yeah, but a lot of people do not uh-huh. like this album cover.
0: It is. it is. well, I don't know if they don't like this album it, cover. Yeah, the album itself. Or they don't like yeah. the album. Everybody thus, picks a they hole they don't in like
1: it. the album cover because yeah. it reminds them of the songs they don't like. Yeah. One I mean, thing that I don't like about this album,
0: um,
1: I don't like this kind of... I don't know, the, the treatment on the logo and the Virtual 11 where it's this embossed, embossed kind of like chrome yeah. version, letter, chrome effect yeah. on the letters. I don't think it aged very well. It's very 90s. It is. And same with the flames inside the logo. Like, yeah. just, I don't know. It doesn't, The the lettering on the album rubs me the wrong way. The other thing is on the inside, if you look at the back of the album it says graphics within this album are taken from ed hunter eddie's computer game yeah with music by iron maiden and if you open it up you can see they have that ed hunter eddie which i'm not a big fan of Mm. But whenever you take computer graphics from that era Mm. and use that as your like graphic design it just doesn't age well it's
0: not gonna age well no i mean not unless it's intentionally you know cartoonish yeah you know
1: but I guess it's kind of a snapshot of where they were at the if time. If you
0: push the limits at all, like they did there, they try and render the best they can. It's only going to look impartially rendered in the future. That's yeah. the best case scenario. Yeah. I don't have this vinyl. Uh, I saw it uh, at a record store because it's expensive. It's like a 50, $50-something dollar vinyl, I remember. But I yeah. saw it at a record store on sale, and I was like, oh, i got to grab this now just for the collection. But I was picking up three other Live discs, and I was already spending a lot of money. I was yeah. like, oh, "I'll come back and get it." I was going to buy this. <laughs> Came back, gone. And now I got to. You know, it's one of those things you got to complete the collection, but it's a pain. I know because I'll never listen to it.
1: No, I listen to this a fair amount.
0: Mm.
1: Um, I get on CD. This you know, so. is the two. I know this isn't very good podcasting when I'm holding yeah. things up. Yeah. <laughs> Look, everybody, this is yeah. the. Two, I'm enjoying it. The two CD version. Um, it's the Japanese version, and it has two CDs. Mm. It's a double CD case. It's got an Iron Maiden calendar inside for 1998, mm. and it has a second disc which has the B sides from the singles on it.
0: Yeah, so that uh, calendar aged as well as that digital art. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, is that one of those like double CDs? So
1: the cover right. art—I give a pass on the cover art. I like the Eddie. Mm. Um, I like the color scheme. I don't like the lettering in the graphics inside the thing
0: but i mean overall i think it's ooh harsh, harsh criticism on the ty- typeface the type from
1: <laughs> first track yes not first track but first, well, track, first track for this episode do today. educated fool is track that right? number 6
0: the educated fool yeah interesting
1: steve harris 6 minutes 46 seconds yeah what do you think
0: not a fan no i no. love the song it's okay it's I just more of the same i love the song there's a lyric that kills me again <laughs> can <laughs> you pick out the lyric
1: uh, When we get to the – no, I can't. What is it?
0: <laughs> the Book of Life. <laughs> or is it death? <laughs> I
2: love no, that part. I love that part. <laughs> Seems that somebody's just opened the door to the Book of Life. Or is it death? Is there ever way out?
0: As soon as I hear that, also educated fool uh, yeah. kind of gets me up because, you know, I'm an educated person. You're an educated person. And I always find like that you know, that concept, like the educated fool. It's definitely true. I mean, I have academic friends who can't do anything. Yeah. And whenever I hear that, I'm always still, I always think of like the way that people reduce education. So,
1: okay. Well, Mm. here's a quote from Steve Harris. Yes. Says the song is about growing older and everyone expecting you to be wiser, but how somehow the older you get, the more, you know, the less you have any answers for any of it. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I have a bootleg too, where, uh, Mm. before the song blaze says this song is about learning the lessons of life yeah um the quality of the bootleg i have a clip here but i'm not gonna play it because it's a really poor quality bootleg, but take my word for it he I, said it
0: i gotta give you a a quote that my grandfather used to tell me Okay. and this is uh, i think this is a good opportunity to tell this one i just remembered it um it's a little bit vulgar but my grandfather was uh, an irish fisherman and uh he was uh you know, uh, basically illiterate, grew up in, like, a town. I mean, he, first time he saw, they had no road. Like, you had to get there by boat. It was just an Irish town with with they all fished. And, uh, you know, Irish accents, that was it. There was, you know, it was totally isolated. The road came in in the 70s. At that stage, he was in his late 50s. And, uh, you know, he lived with us when I was growing up. Uh, and he used to say, to me when I was you know I was young and I was so educated in school and stuff we used to play cards and stuff and he wasn't into reading or anything like that although he raised family that was well educated but he he said to me and I'll never forget it I'm full of shit and knows it you're full of shit and don't know it oh, yeah. and 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 I I used to say what like if you're full of shit what would you want to know and who's full of shit and he'd be like You'll get it one of these days. That's what he said to me. He said, yeah. you'll get it one of these days. And now I <laughs> just get it. It's so obvious now, right? You're, you're full of shit. You're, no, I'm full of shit and know it. You're full of shit and don't know it. You know? In other words, like, one of these days you realize you're full of shit. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, it's perfect. Isn't that yeah. great? That's a good saying. But it's one of those things where literally, like, you know, and we were very close. And then, you know, he passed away when I was in my early 20s. And I was walking down the road literally in my early 30s. And I stopped and I went... He was right, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. I literally had that moment where I was like, "Oh man, he was but right." I think that's what the
1: song's kind of about. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like that's well, that's
0: that's saving yeah. grace.
1: So you get old and you get educated enough to know that you're like a yeah. fool about some things. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's maybe. True. <laughs> um, we'll get into the, the song itself. Yep. Remember when we were talking about the red and the black? Yeah, I was talking about how they like tease the vocal melody by playing it on guitar first, and they do that in this song. So in the intro, they play the, me- the vocal melody on guitar.
2: I'm an educated fool So I don't know what it is I'm supposed to do About this awkward situation has been frosting out upon me as i'm walking down into on my own into the valley of life got a lifetime of experience yeah i've got so much to
0: give yeah that's interesting yeah i do like that intro yeah. a lot yeah and it's the lyrics are pretty literal and they're good and, yeah. and you know it's i like the way he's singing the way it picks up now i mean yeah. I want I want to restate I don't dislike this song. Right, right. I just know you love it and I just try and convince me on this cuz I don't get it.
1: So after that it goes yeah. into this like pre-chorus. Mm. Um it's kind of like percussive sounding yep. with a ton of like keyboard orchestration under it. Yeah. It's a cool way to build up to the chorus. I want to
2: live my life on my own. I want to live the unturned stone. I want to walk into the fire. I want to see and feel my world turn. I want to know what more than to learn. I want to find the point of no return. Do you really want to be just another one, statistic? I feel that you really should aspire.
1: So yeah. I love that little like pre-chorus
0: part. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too excited by no, it. No, I really it, like it. I love Blaze's singing. I love yeah. the way he's
1: delivering the lyrics, the way he like delivers the words. Yeah, I love.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just feels like a build, 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 and it's fine. And it's yeah. it's so such a pattern that we see throughout this album. When he gets to the you know I will follow part at the end, it's 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 solid. I, you know, I'm not sold on. I was just like, no, no. I like it. well, you,
1: you yeah. must like the chorus at least. I do. The chorus, it's a one of those big choruses. Mm. It's got like at least two, maybe three lines of Blaze vocals harmonizing. Yep. This is so catchy. I don't know how you cannot like the song.
2: No return. <laughs>
0: Okay. So that is a catchy catchy chorus. Yeah. I don't know the whole song just seems to me like there's no there's no depth to it. I I don't know. It doesn't have the the what it, so Blaze has two albums in yep. Maiden and I love some of Blaze's stuff outside where I find it's completely different than this. Silicon Messiah and this it's a completely different universe.
2: Yeah.
0: Um what I liked about X Factor was that darkness yeah. and just the gruff and grumble and it just seemed like there was this this energy and pace that's just not here I just find all that's missing I don't know man at this stage in the album I'm usually just so exhausted by this stuff well something we
1: haven't really talked about at all and you can notice it a lot on this song as an example of it Nico's drumming on this album is like boring it's boring yeah like and here he's just kind of like it's like he's asleep all the way through this he's waiting for a text from uh, Bruce he's texting Bruce he's like get in here and just getting through yeah there's no yeah I don't know like you know it? what I mean there's no crazy yeah. feels like most of the time you listen to a Maiden song and you're like oh man yeah. listen to that part listen to that part
0: and and this, this is, whole album is yeah. like that
1: and the other thing is the guitar there's a lot of parts of these songs where there's like guitar melody Um, I think maybe it's the produ- the production or the a production decision or the fact that they recorded it kind of in a rush there's a lot yeah. of places here where there's these guitar melodies mm. that could be really cool Maiden dual guitar harmonies, yeah, but they're not. They're not. You know what I mean?
0: Which is which is probably just sh- shortcuts in production.
1: Like this little instrumental part before the solo. Yeah. I think if they had like two guitars playing it in harmony, mm. or did it some, you know what I mean? It could be a lot stronger and a lot more Maiden sounding. Yeah. But you get this, which I think is really cool, and I do love the melody, but I think it's kind of a wasted opportunity that could be much cooler. Feel, like it's a cool yeah. little part, yeah. and it's catchy. But think about like in The Trooper, where you have two guitars playing in harmony. the totally. little a little riff, yeah. Like they could have two guitars doing a little yeah. interplay here, or some harmonizing, or something, and it would be a lot. Yeah, yeah. It is like yes, I, it is almost I, like I, a...
0: a I, 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 I agree that The Trooper is better than The Educated Foolness, this <laughs> bit. but but back back to this song. Um, no, what are we saying? We're like, "Oh, we like this intro. The chorus is solid. We you know, you like uh, uh, you know, Blaze's vocals are good, but we haven't really you, you kind of hit on it. We haven't really talked about, it like there's a lack of harmonies, a lack of depth in the music. The production's not flushed out. Where's Nico? It's like Or Nico, like where is where is it all? Like it just doesn't feel, I don't know. And and you're right. Like you 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 isolated some parts there and you'll play yep. the solo next, which I think is pretty good. But we're in this part here where like Clansman which is really just an iconic like ballad drunk song. It's not like a amazingly musical. Not to rip that down and say See, it's, a it's a really, a, I really think good. One. An epic. Yeah. It 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 is. And it's and it's grown and it's part of Maiden Lore. It's, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like it is it is up there. But then you said that and when two worlds collide and educated fool are kinda right. like you're a part of this album. Right. That's my three yeah. album, my that's, one two that's three, a three punch of like yeah. songs that I love. Yeah. For me it's future real. Get through purgatory, you know, <laughs> lightning strikes never at all. And boom, all of a sudden you got Klansman and you're just wishing you were at the concert listening to Bruce. So here we are in this three track. Yeah. And these last two, Winter World's Claws and Educated Fool, are just unfinished, not polished, not Maiden quality. I don't care what you say. Like, I, they're good. But look, uh, you know, I shouldn't try and like Maiden. Maiden, you you put it in. You, the hair stands up in the back of your neck. You love it. You start a podcast. Yeah. You know, you're not starting a podcast for Educated Fool. You know how many hours are we into this now? I don't know, man. If, if this band was like this, I'd be we'd be three hours. I don't know. I love the like, song. I love the song. Or I'd be drinking six beer an episode.
1: <laughs> I love the Educated Fool" and I love "When Two Worlds Collide." Yeah,
0: love them. Love them. Or, or "Bright Spots" on a dark album. Love them. Really? Yeah. Like eight I out really of ten.
1: Well, I told you, educate or uh, yeah. "When Two Worlds Collide." Would you take? It's one of my songs yeah. when I like go upstairs and plug in my guitar. Yeah. Like, it's a fun one to, like, play along with. I
0: would you it. take, you know, it wouldn't fit. Yeah. Would you take either one of these tracks and put it on Peace of Mind, take something out? Put it on Number of the Beast and take something out? You don't have to answer no, that. No, because those are perfect albums. Would, I don't yeah, want to exactly. And you can't say these terms. But right. I would
1: probably take a couple of songs. I would take a song out of the Legacy of the Beast set list and put Educated Fool in there with yeah. Bruce doing it. I think that'd be cool.
0: When we're done breaking this down, we should take a break for a second beer. I want you to go to your ultimate ranking of Maiden songs and find out where these are. Okay. Let's do I've that after okay. we break it all remind down. Remind me because I have, I will. I I have will here remind here on my you phone and I'll pull it up. Because they're going to be at 212 and I know that there's no 212. See, <laughs> that's where they're, they're going to be basement dwellers. Um, I don't think so. I think you'll be surprised. We'll see. Remind me. We will see, Nesbitt.
1: Okay. Well, we mentioned the col- solos. So yes. I'm going to play the clip of the solos. It's Dave and Yannick. You know, it's mm. one of those solos that really suits the song. The solos. Yeah. They're not classics, yeah. but they suit the song. And that's the most important part to me of a solo is that it suits the song, yeah. suits the mood, you know, and moves the song along. It's, I don't know. They're good, mm. solid. Um, that's me- pretty much all I get to say about the song,
0: but I love it. it, it, it when, when I hear this now, uh, you know, just since we were talking about the drumming and, and you know, some of the layers. I'm I'm starting to reflect on this now, like how heavy Yannick is leaning in on some of the souls. we broke down yeah. all in the lead up. He's doing so well. Him and Blaze got this kind of perspective where they're both, you know, like kind of new and things are not working. And we know at this stage they're playing some smaller crowds as the tour goes on. Yeah. And, you know, some people have said, oh, it was, you know, I saw them here or there. We've gotten all those emails, but it was great to get to see Made in a small club. Um relatively. You yeah, know, no compared, power slave, yeah, you know, yeah. compared to power slave. Right? Yeah. Um and then, you know, the future's going ahead and Blaze isn't a part of it, but Yannick is. It's kind of interesting. He's looking back and, like, Nico's just like, Nico, he's just like, tick, 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 t- 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 just like looking over his shoulder. And Harris is like sitting there going, this is not working. Who do I have to murder? And, you know, and Dave's off in his corner doing solos with Yannick, just having fun, smiling away, you know? And then, and Blaze is looking back and Yannick's killing it. And he's got to be like, thanks, guys, you know? But like It's an interesting perspective. Yeah. When you think about the human dynamic of it.
1: Yeah, it is interesting to think about yeah. like this album and the tour and like yeah what was about to happen. Yeah, like Nickel's not bringing going... it on yeah. this. Yeah. But like, when we get is... into Brave New yeah. World, I will get more into that. Oh man, because I have a bunch of stuff. Yeah, for Brave New World. It's just
0: great that we're teeing it up next because yeah, when you when you realize like and the album starts so strong, it's just amazing. Yeah, that coming out of this is like being reborn.
1: Yeah, it is, and yeah. then the reborn with. It's a reunion, yeah. and then they go on to be bigger than ever.
0: I yeah. Think. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is the end of your three-track, which you love. I'd love to hear your next two-track two takes okay. because, to me, this is, you know, there's some bright spots, but it's, you're, you know, it's just, it's, it's is, is the creature still alive? when this going to die? So Future Real yeah. is great. Yes. Great opener. Excellent.
1: Angel and the Gambler. I don't mind it. You know what? I've come around. I love it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a lot of people hate Angel and Gamble. But I yes. don't mind it. It is what yes. it is. And I yeah. can enjoy it and listen to yeah. it. I don't skip it when it comes on. That's right. I would never put it, you know, in like mm. top maiden songs or anything. It's just, you know, I just think it gets more flack than it deserves. And it's three times as long as it should be. Yeah.
0: Um, it's, it's it's no educated fool. We can agree with that. <laughs> <right. laughs>
1: Lightning Strikes Twice yeah. is next. And I think that's a pretty good song. I don't, I wouldn't say it's great, but it's pretty good. Clansman's an amazing ep- ep- solos. A- a classic.
0: Clansman yeah. is, yeah.
1: Then I love Wins two worlds collide. I yeah. love Educated Fool, and then you hit Don't look in the eyes. Of, yeah. Don't look to the eyes of a stranger. Yeah,
0: I don't know what's going on here.
1: So this is an example of a song that's not great to start with. Yeah, that gets stretched out to the point where it's almost un- unbearable. It's eight minutes, yeah. and four seconds long. Mm. It's slow and plodding. Yeah.
0: Plotting. It almost sounds like they intended to go somewhere. (laughs) Plotting.
1: (laughs) This is a really weak song, I think. Yeah. And it brings kind of the album to like a a halt. This is one that I do find hard to get through. And when it comes on, I do skip.
0: Is it the worst song on the album
1: for you? Oh my God, by far. Really? Oh my God, yes. This is way. If I had the Angel and the Gambler and don't look to the eyes of a stranger, I would take Angel and Gambler 100 times out of 100.
0: Yeah. The only way. I have to constantly tune back in because the only way. I'm still paying attention to this album at this stage. It's as if I'm chained to a chair in a room high on cocaine <laughs> and it's playing on loop. That's the only way cuz at this stage I've I've tuned out. So like after Klansman, I find this album just like uh it's a chore. You know Future Real comes blazing in even you know Angel the Gambler like Klansman, once you're done that I just find it so flat. And I know there's some bright spots we yeah. just talked about but tell yeah. me how how you like I hate this song.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. I think a lot of people
0: well, we went through yeah. you know, I just a couple of pages of the many
1: pages yeah. of emails that oh, yeah. we had about Angel and the Gambler yeah. that we talked about last episode. And we had a bunch of people saying Angel and the Gambler
0: is the worst yeah. maiden song.
1: And I'm like, Have you heard this one?
0: Uh, yeah. No, because they never made it here because they shut it off because Maybe. they heard Angel and the Gambler.
1: Did you not read their email, <laughs> Nesbitt? But the Angel and the Gambler I can at least listen to and you know, I don't mind it at all. But yeah. this song is I don't, I, know. I don't know. It's know. just slow and
0: do not send us an email and open with this cuz I won't read the rest. <laughs> cuz <'Cause, laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's horrible.
1: Don't look in the eyes of a don't look to the eyes of a stranger.
0: I don't even know what it means.
1: Don't look through the eyes of a fool. Mm-hmm. Don't look to the eyes of a stranger somebody's watching when the lights go down. I don't know what to say about the song. I'll play the intro and yeah. This is what I mean by the slow and plotting. There's a bit of a hook. You know wow. how the songs have like catchy hooks? Yeah. There's a bit of a hook in here. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I just can't enjoy this song. Um. You know, the, it has a it has a a catchy hook to it, I guess. Yeah. It's just and the the drumming again. Like, yeah. I think we've been ignoring the drumming until this episode. Yeah. We haven't really. Been talking we haven't about really it, it's given very it a... uninspired. Probably just... because
0: we didn't notice it. Oh, I noticed it. Yeah. But like,
1: I don't know, Nico mm-hmm. on this album, he's very. He doesn't sound like he wants to be playing these songs. He's kind of okay. I'll I'll do this one. I'll lay it down we'll a beat roast. for this one. Yeah. He's. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Go ahead.
1: It does eventually kind of kick in yeah when it kicks in it's even still then slow for me standards yes. not that slow is bad but slow mm-hmm. and like I don't know it's a feel someone's watching you you gotta get away is it the first time you've ever felt this scared I think the lyrics are kind of weak
0: yeah there's
2: someone's watching you
0: i don't know and, and it like they change the pace of the chorus in interesting ways at various stages yeah. like don't look at me and then it, there's a few times where ramps out of it that are pretty cool but it's, just, it's too much the way goes the chorus comes into it doesn't yeah.
1: f- the verses don't flow into the oh, chorus yeah. very naturally and then there's that like don't look to don't look to don't look to the eyes, eyes of, of a the stranger, stranger like, this part
2: Don't look to Don't look to Don't look to the eyes of a stranger Don't look to Don't look to Don't look to the eyes of a stranger Don't look to Don't look to Don't look to the eyes of the stranger Don't look to Don't look to Don't look to don't
0: look to, don't look to, don't look to, don't look to. Don't look to
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that clip was 30 seconds long.
0: Yeah.
1: And that seemed really long. Yeah. It goes on for a minute. No longer. That part in the song goes on for a minute yeah. and a half. Yeah. And it's just.
0: That's the theme of the song. I don't know, man.
1: It's uh It goes on. T- I don't the know. theme of this album, I mean. It reminds me of loop. like a bad takeoff of you know the don't yeah. stand so don't stand so don't stand yeah. so close to me yeah. By the police. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. uh, it's just kind of uninspired sounding, and I don't know. Yeah. It goes on. Okay. It goes on too long that part, and then the solos, and like the music under it just sounds kind of out of place. Mm. I don't know how to explain it. Um. There's a big part in the middle It's very unmusical to me, with like yeah. really lazy-sounding drumming under it. Hmm. I feel like a beginner drummer could, like, this is what a, someone who barely can play the drums would come up with. Yeah. And we know Nico's an awesome drummer,
0: Yeah.
1: but he's just kind of, like, holding down a beat.
0: But you were saying...
1: And it goes, like, double time. This is the part I'm talking about where it goes double time. Yeah. And this part, it just, it doesn't fit, it doesn't sound good, the drumming doesn't sound right, and it sounds... There's a couple of fills in there and they're just weird sounding. I don't know what to say about this part.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I, know. <laughs> I know it's like
0: it's like, it, it's, it's corny. So you say that whole
1: double time part, it just it, it, yeah. I don't know it's like It's like Hey can you like, do
0: can you do double time? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I'm on it. Uh, I know. Remember when you, you were saying that it was last episode, uh when two worlds collide is one you can play on guitar? Yeah. Well, I happen to be a very mediocre drummer. Should we create a band? Do these songs and call our cover band, actual eleven,
2: <laughs> actual, <laughs> actual,
0: eleven. <laughs> actual eleven, not virtual <laughs> eleven, actual eleven. And I'll be honest, and that's the only two songs I we can't do. drum that good. But I will put more energy into it than Nico did. <laughs> no question.
1: I don't like the song. I find it hard to listen to. That part is the uh, I don't know, like the the verses and the chorus and everything up yeah. to that point. That's right. I'm like the song's kind of boring. Mm. That part where it goes double time, to me, I mean, like you just what you what little do you had on the go mm. with the song, you just kind of like lost. And then they end it like this.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that. Which
1: up. I'm I, I'm assuming the oh. drums are supposed to kind of sync yeah. up with the lyrics, but they don't sync up at all. They don't. And it just sounds really awkward. It's a weird thing to stick at the end, this little tag. It's like a very bad version of when they ended a song like this. Yeah. It's like they took the co- the words from the chorus and like tagged it on yeah. at the end. But in Back in the Village, it works awesome. It it works. (laughs) I was going
0: to say, I like that. And here,
1: it's like they tried to do that again. It doesn't sound in time. Yeah. It just sounds weird. Yeah. But I don't know. I think on an album that people trash all the time, I think this is the... Like, this is a a bad song.
0: Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of bad songs. There's a few songs on here I think could
1: use some editing, some trimming down. Yeah. This one is the only true one where I think there's like... Like, I think... The Angel and the Gambler could be a good song. Like I said, yeah. if it was three and a half minutes, pr- the production was a little different on it. The keyboards yeah. were gone. Maybe they rearranged it a bit and shortened right. it up and made so like a So completely little...
0: changed that song. This song, yeah. this song there's song, But this song, that... I don't
1: think you could take the song no. and make it into like a good think, song. Think
0: about all the things you could do with that double time. <laughs> I know. There's, there's lots to work with there, Nesbitt. That's a palette. I just think this is a huge misstep. You know, Mona Lisa could be on that. <laughs>
1: but this is a huge misstep.
0: <laughs> no one's thought of it till now.
1: Yeah, they played the song a few times. Yeah. Um at the beginning of the tour mm. and then they dropped it. Yeah. If you listen to live versions of this from the bootlegs, yeah. um you can kind of see why they dropped it. Like this is a version of it live. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, you've, you've 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 managed to do it. You've managed to do it. You've managed to find a maiden concert that I'm not sad I missed. <laughs> Congratulations.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, that live it just doesn't come off at all. Wow, that's just sounds, horrible. Yeah, I can see why it could drop. That's I think they played it four times.
0: Yeah.
1: And then oh. they dropped it out of the set list. But uh, <sighs>
2: yeah.
1: Okay,
0: oh next track. Yes.
2: I am. Um, blaze bailey you're listening to talking maiden the podcast of the beast possibly the best podcast in the world
1: then it so that it's a yeah. really low point there i think on it is album. and it then is. i think it comes way up Yes, on this song,
0: I agree. But
1: it is a really good song.
0: Is it Yannick slash Blaze? Yannick and Blaze, yeah. yeah so right. it's
1: Como Esté Amigos, which, which is Spanish for "How are you, friends?" Yeah, we.
0: I, I'm sure we brought that up, or it's been brought up to us in the podcast we might have before. We talked about it before. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I know we've been doing this for like two and, so and a half long. years, and I can't remember. Yeah. Basically anything we said actually about anything.
0: It, there's, it can only be so good if it hasn't come up <laughs> by by definition. So
1: this is about the Falkland Islands War. Yeah. So do you know anything with the Falkland Islands? Oh, I do. Okay. Yeah. So they were a British colony since like the 1800s. Yeah. Argentina. Yeah. Had a claim to the islands, yes. and in '82 they tried to take them back yeah. by force. Yeah. That's like a very simplified version of the Falklands War. Yeah. Ten week undeclared war between Argentina and the United Kingdom.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: 649 Argentine military personnel, uh, 255 British military personnel, and three Falkland Islanders died during the hostilities.
2: Yeah, that's right. So I watched
1: uh, two documentaries on the Falklands War getting ready for this episode. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. More because I was just kind of interested in it.
0: Yeah, there was an interesting ballistic differences, right? Like the, the British had longer ballistic missiles, right? So they could position themselves outside. And, they, and they, it was very interesting from that perspective. But it was also like it was really just a proxy war. Um, not proxy because there wasn't some giant, I, it's probably the wrong word, but it was really just a symbolic. It wasn't even just about the islands. There was a lot going on at the time.
1: The uh, You know that song, Brothers in Arms mm. by Dire Straits?
0: Yes, I do, yeah. That is also what the Falklands were. Really? Saying. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, dire Straits, I love them. They have some great, they have some great tunes.
1: Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I can. They have some great tunes. I can't get into them. I
0: don't know their albums. I have like a couple of mixtapes and CDs. That yeah, I'm kind on. of like you. I yeah. can make a good mix of them, but yeah. I've listened
1: to. I tried to get into some of their songs, and they don't do it for me. Yeah. Anyway, that's tangent. Yeah. So I read a book about Blaze, and I read a few interviews with Blaze, and he kind of explains how the song like came to be. So the first time he went to Argentina uh, with Dave Murray hmm. to promote the X Factor, there was near his hotel room. There's this like war memorial that had like a flame burning um, for the soldiers of the Falkland War. And Blaise kind of remembered that one of his buddies, when he was in school, died in the Falklands War. He was moved by seeing this uh, war memorial and hmm. thinking about his buddy. That he went back to his hotel room and wrote this poem. And he kind of forgot all about it hmm. uh, when he was in a writing session later. With Yannick for this album, for Virtual Eleven. He brought in this poem, and him and Yannick came up with the song. And Steve Harris liked it and kind of mm-hmm. helped arrange it. But it's a Yannick and Bailey. Yeah. Or a uh, Gers Bailey written thing. Yeah. This yeah. is
0: one of the tracks I like more on the album. Yeah. Blades yeah. like
1: kind of nails this one. Mm. You're way, right back on track after Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger. This is a perfect song for Blaze's, like, singing, his range and his Mm -hmm. vocals. Um, It starts off really moody, and Blaze just sounds, like, really, really great on the song. These are the songs that, like, I guess where he kind of helps write the song. It's right in his range, and he can really belt these notes out.
2: Shall we keep...
1: like how the song starts mm. out but Blaze I mean these songs that are in his range when he can really get some power in his voice yeah it's great kind of reminds me of Glenn Danzig on the intro
0: <laughs> really yeah I you know I got I don't know what to make of this one um, for a, for a couple of reasons uh, I do love Blaze's range yep. uh, I love parts of it I just really like this song yeah it's just too little too late where it's placed, but I couldn't see it being placed anywhere else. Like, it's almost it's a, something like...
1: It's a total album closer.
0: Yeah, it is, but it almost got to feel like where, you know, 100 More Years, all that stuff. If you would to put it somewhere near Klansman that it could gel with some maybe buffer song, it might make sense, but it's so far back. I think
1: it's a very good closer.
0: It is, but it's just, I guess, the lead up to it. You like those three before it, and then you hit the the, the long track there, yeah. and you just can't say the eyes of a stranger. But for me... From Klansman to this is a uh, is just Phil. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not not I'm not knocking the tracks you love there, yeah. but I'm just not excited by them. Yeah. So no, this fair. song comes on, I listen again. Yeah. I like it. I'd probably put this third for me on the album. Okay. But I it's really too like little. Too. It's too little too late. I just like. Yeah.
1: Blaze's vocals on the song.
0: Yeah. Like he he can like he cares. It's a good song for him. He, he wrote the it. song. It yeah. means something to him, and yeah.
1: he can, He's really like like, and when it kicks in. Like, that's when Blaze's voice, you realize how strong his voice is.
0: Mm. Lot of emotion there. Yeah. Some some amazing drumming.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know Nico sounds bored. He's he that. does. He sounds like he's just like checked yeah. out, thumping out beat. It's up just
0: horrible now that we've yeah. we've paid attention to it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I actually read uh, a, there's a conspiracy theory that like Nico's doesn't not playing drums on this album
0: intentionally to get rid of him.
1: No, that Nico. It's okay. not him. Oh it's a conspiracy theory. I don't think it's true. Conspiracy
0: theory. But who would run the conspiracy? I don't know. Yeah. I don't
1: know what the. Uh, I never actually. Uh, I heard people mentioning that. They thought that Nico didn't play on this. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know. I know he is playing on it, I think that he is. I don't I'm not I shouldn't even mention it. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I read it in a few forums, people were like, Nico yeah. doesn't even play on this album and I was like, What yeah. should you talk about? Who doesn't? Yeah. But I can see where you would maybe think something's going on because Nico's such an amazing yeah. drummer. And it's and I mean you listen to clips like that and it's just like
2: thum pff
1: boom. There's like
0: nothing yeah. in there. There's no filth or anything. Well, we know he sounds bored. Here's here's three things we know. One, what you just said, he sounds bored. Yep. Secondly, his face on the cover or on, uh, the, inside. on the and the yeah. uh, you know on the gatefold. Oh yeah, you say that's like him is,
1: screaming that he wants out.
0: <laughs> he wants out. And three, we know that he was instrumental in pushing to get Bruce. Back.
1: He was instrumental in pushing yeah. to get he, Bruce He's back. the
0: kind of guy who would yeah. be vocal on that, just saying yeah. like, "Come on now, like look where we are now." Yeah. You know, and Bruce wasn't exactly ripping it up.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. He said to well. what he was doing. In Maiden, no. Maiden never did the song live. Uh, Blaze has done versions of the song live. He does an acoustic version.
2: No more tears. No more tears. If we left for a hundred years, amigos, no more tears.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Not the most metal, but no, it's, a, it's that's an yeah, acoustic cool. version. Yeah. But
1: it's a really solid song. Yeah. I really like the song. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. To... It's just weird that you have to get through. Yeah. Don't look today as a stranger.
0: He loves the acoustic, doesn't he? Yeah, he likes to do yeah. acoustic versions and stuff.
1: Oh no, we didn't talk about.
2: Yeah. The what?
1: guitar solo. Um, Yannick plays it. Mm. He uh, helped write the song, mm. and he plays the solo. There's a really busy bass line underneath it, which is it sounds very cool. Um, That's one of the highlights of the song, I think, is the solo and the bass playing underneath the solo. Solo, yeah, from Yannick. I like it, but uh, that's the album closer, mm. so that's a virtual 11. That's album done. That's oh, no, let's keep it Iron going. Maiden.
0: Yeah,
1: I think I like this album a lot more than you.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: so yeah. I'll tell you a bit about the tour. Yeah, the virtual 11 tour. Uh, started April 22nd, 1998, with a secret show. Um, they played an unannounced warm up show. Um, the Norwich Oval is the name of the venue, I don't know where that is. Mm. Uh, Blaze says they basically did every song they knew, and it was a three-hour-long secret show. They played as The Angel and the Gamblers. So that, you know, you know how they always come up with these names. I know. So get this, though. This is the set list. This is the for this one show, April twenty second, 1998. They did Future Real, Angel and the Gambler, Lightning Strikes Twice, Man on the Edge, Heaven Can Wait, Fortunes of War, the Clansman, when two worlds collide, two minutes to midnight, the educated fool, don't look to the eyes of a stranger, hallowed be thy name, afraid to shoot strangers, the evil that men do, the clairvoyant, fear of the dark, and Iron Maiden. For the encore, they did Number of the Beast, Trooper, and Sanctuary. Then they did another encore with Lord of the Flies, Blood on the World's Hands, The Aftermath, Sign of the Cross, Murders in the roomorg, and Wrathchild.
0: Wow. Wow. That would
1: be the concert to be at even if it you're not would. a Blaze fan. it like, would.
0: Yeah, blaze heavy at the start, then there's a bunch of Seven Sun in there. Yeah. You know, it ends off with the with the early years and bang.
1: Yeah. So uh anyway, it they uh a- that was the first show April 22nd. It ended December 12th, mm-hmm. 98. Blaze's last performance with Iron Maiden. Um they did eight, they scheduled 94 and they did 83 out of the 94. Blaze yeah. had vocal issues. Um they had to cancel a bunch of dates and states that 21 dates in the U.S. and they canceled nine of them. Mm. Some people say there's rumors that it was Like he says he had, uh, I think they said allergies to pollen or something like that. Mm. I think maybe it had a lot to do with like him being forced to sing out of his range with these classic Mm. Maiden songs and just like blowing his vocal cords out. I don't know. That's what I read online. And it makes sense to me when you hear bootlegs. He struggles with some of that stuff. The stuff that's written for him. Yeah. He nails. He nails it. But then going back, we played a lot of the, we played a lot of clips of Blaze doing classic Maiden songs and some of them are decent, but some of them he like struggles. Some yeah. I can see how that'd be really hard on your voice. And the other thing I wanted to mention with the tour is remember for No Prayer, they were like, we're going to kind of just go back to amps on the stage and scale everything back. Yeah. Now they're ramped right back up to like this virtual 11 Eddie head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Around the drum set. Um... And these two inflatable hands will come up on the side, kind of like in *Somewhere in Time*. Yeah. Um, the Eddie looks really weird though, as an
0: inflatable. It does. His bottom jaw. It does. Yeah, it's way too low down. Yeah. So.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't know. It's weird. There's a walk-on Eddie, uh, with football with a football jersey on, <laughs> number eleven. I guess because yeah. virtual eleven. But mm-hmm. they ramped this stage right back up again. Yeah. And uh, the set list for the regular tour had. Uh, I'm not going to get too fire into this but they did future real angel and the gambler man on the edge lightning strikes twice heaven can wait clansman when two worlds collide lord of the flies two minutes to midnight educated fool sign of the cross hallowed be thy name afraid to shoot strangers evil that men do clairvoyant fear of the dark and iron maiden and the encore was beast trooper sanctuary
0: yeah still pretty blaze heavy
1: they uh dropped don't look to the eyes of a stranger after four shows Mm. And Sign of the Cross gets added in, which is a great idea. (laughs) Probably smart. At the very end of this tour is the last time that Blaze ever sings with Maiden.
2: So this is it. This is a great day for us to be back
0: in Buenos Aires with all of you this is a very sad day it is the final the very last date
2: on our virtual 11 world tour well we're glad to be sharing it with all of you
0: oh wow yeah yeah interesting love blaze yep don't love this album yep but i don't put that on blaze
1: no, it's songwriting and the yeah. rushed.
0: You could put Bruce yeah. all over this album. It wouldn't fix it. Now maybe he's part of the the reason that the passion's not there. I just yeah. don't like it. It's a lot wrong. We talked about production. Yeah. I think the rushed yeah.
1: the the rushed recording and where they yeah. went so quick into the studio. Yeah. Kind of worked these songs out, banged them down on tape and they were like, We gotta catch the energy, but maybe they should be like let's maybe think about this a bit. Arrange them. Like a strong producer who would like kind of arrange the songs a bit more. Like these songs are a lot of them are bloated. Yeah, future Real's fine. Angel and the Gambler we talked about and don't look at that as a stranger. There's no need for them to be as long as they are.
0: Yeah, but what what are this what are the other albums that we talk about that are challenged? No prayer, fair, X Factor we like. Yeah, but I mean the last time that they hit an album where you know you could legitimately say. And you know and people do do argue it but legitimately say it was you know classic maiden awesome was 88 seven son and that's 10 years before and even then some people say the synth and things like that you know but they're in this 10-year period and they're here and it's 98 and the backdrop has changed it's not like they're producing this album in 88 and everyone else is doing them. like. We also have to judge in context at the time. They're doing some digital stuff. We we see that come up again with some of the artwork in the in the new phase, and then of course you know with what we saw with Dance of Death, and then you know on and on. Um, they're they're trying to find their niche in this new world, and it's changing, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you got to also be a bit respectful of of the process, and kind of blazes in there. You can't hang this on blaze. Like, no. It would have been rough through the 90s it was yeah. with Bruce but I don't
2: think
1: any of that has to do with like the yeah. fact that these songs are kind of it sounds like these sound like first versions that they came up with of songs yeah. like you know how some people they have an idea for a song and they do a demo and yeah. then they kind of work it out that's what some of these songs but you gotta put songs.
0: yourself in their mind too like was it cause they no longer knew how to produce an album like Number of the Beast or well they have no know. producer here right they have yeah. Steve Harris well fair and enough
1: himself, and I think that's part of the problem
0: or were they trying something you know, like, cause this isn't yeah. like out of out of nowhere. This came. X Factor was very dark. It was a dark time for Steve. Steve tries this. It's changing a bit. We saw what they did with No Prayer and Fear, and you ripped Fear apart, and they were just like all over the mm. place. And you Bruce, keep saying I
1: ripped Fear apart. I ripped yeah. some of the songs on Fear apart.
0: Okay, you but said I, it was the worst made now So you, I do still think it's the worst made album. Okay. But that and that's fine. Mean I don't
1: think it's a bad bad album. Okay, I think it's the weakest.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. There's, there's. <laughs> Uh, 16 pl- meals to eat and Fear is the worst of 16. Yes, so okay. But it's still edible if you're starving. I get it, Nesbitt. <laughs> so f- you ripped Fear apart. and <laughs> Anyway, uh, th- those were all against the backdrop that was changing as well. So my takeaway on this album is I don't like much of it. I don't enjoy it that much. I don't think it showcases anyone's strengths. It doesn't make Blaze look good. It certainly doesn't do anything. There's some bright spots specifically uh between murray and yannick that, that i like yep the drumming is horrible the production is bad the are worked there's some nice spots yeah it's all just leaves you wanting yeah and there's mostly what we're doing Lack other than the clansmen yeah, yeah and future real which i just like the way it opens the album yeah. other than that maybe we're trying to find things we like and if you love a band you shouldn't have to spend your time like we don't spend our time like you know listening to any of the the big rock albums or metal albums that we love trying to find stuff to love we don't do that with with number the beast we don't do that with killers like we just instinctively love them yeah but my i this is work
1: i have to push back a bit saying that if you don't at least give certain songs a chance chance yeah like some some of these songs you know when two worlds collide i didn't Mm. love it the first time i heard it yeah you know what i mean the 12th time I heard it maybe I, I started to really like it mm. and then when I started playing it on guitar I was like I started paying attention to all these little chords they're playing and stuff and I was like this song's awesome
0: yeah I know but you know I what mean, mean yeah, it's
1: like this new newest British line album mm. the first British line album I could not get into at all Yeah, I had it in my car I said that's this right. before listened to it a ton Yep. Yeah. and I must have listened to that album 20 something times that's right and after a while I was like I'm, I'm taking this out it's not gonna mm. do it for me the second one came on I listened to it through once and I was like, eh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Um, by like the fourth or fifth time through, it really clicked. Yeah. And I really like it. I just ordered the CD and the vinyl. Yeah. It hasn't got here yet. Um, yeah. But I've been listening to it like streaming. Yeah. And I love this new British Line album. Yeah. But it was, I bet it was, well, I like the three advanced singles, but even those I had to listen to a half dozen yeah. times to get into, I was probably the tenth time through. And I told you this newest yeah. Tool album. I was like a dozen times through that before it finally clicked. It was so hard to wrap yeah. your head around. And now I love that album. It was my favorite album that yeah. came out last year.
0: Yeah. So
1: okay. I mean, I'm just saying it's yeah. fine to like stuff or not like stuff. That's fine. As long as you kind of give it a chance. Yeah. Don't listen to like, but this. But I know I do that too. This with is stuff. a Sometimes music things album. things come at me and I yeah. listen to them once and I'm like, yeah.
0: But it's a a music album. It's not a sister-in-law that I have to sit at Christmas dinner with and and learn to, like, I just don't have to listen to it. You you don't have to. I remember when I uh, went to, uh, I moved to a place, like, we had this uh, this guy who was around our friend group, and I just didn't like him. I thought he was just an ass and not funny, like, no redeeming qualities. I have lots of ass friends, but they have redeeming qualities. This guy had none of those. And I was like, I don't want to be around this guy. And, like, multiple times they go out and I'll be like, "Ah, I'm leaving, I don't want to see this idiot. And yeah, you know, I more or less told him. I thought he was a dickhead. And people, my friends were like, uh, you know, uh, give him a chance. I was like, no, I have. I've hung out with him a bunch of times. He's an idiot. They're like, yeah, I thought that too for the first year. But once you get to know him, I was like, how could you hang out with an idiot for a year? And they were like, well, you know, he was kind of. I was like, you tolerate him for a year, and now you somewhat like him. I'm like, I'm not putting him in the air. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like him now. And I already told him. And guess what? I went on with my life, and I was fine. And uh, I'm not like, you know, yes. But the
1: difference between hanging out with someone for like six, six nights, going out with some guy. And putting an album on repeat in your car for a while, I don't know.
0: If you it's not have, that much if of you have to take an album that you love, it's
1: not much of an investment to
0: listen to a song a few times. Yeah, well, if you have to take an album and beat it in your mind to like any bits of it, this album I've listened to this album way more times than I can count now. When when I I I've owned this album forever, never listened to it much. I'd go into it, I'd cherry pick bits, didn't yep. like it. Then we did the whole Blaze thing like two years ago. So yeah. I started listening to it, and I tried to work it in, and I listened to it a lot. And then the lead up to this, I listened to it a ton, yeah. and I listened to all the, you know, throughout yeah. this podcast, I've listened to it. I've listened to this album a yeah. ton of times. Yeah, and that's I why just I just do not like and it. And that's why I yeah.
1: think that your opinion,
0: yeah, is fine because yeah. you've given it a chance. And there are spots I like. like yeah, but it doesn't had do it for me.
1: Emails from people yeah. who are like, I listened to that album. I got as far as like yeah. the Angel and the Gambler. I never listened to it again. That album that's sucks. Right. And I'm like. Well, You didn't even listen to all the songs on the album, so yeah. I don't know. That's my whole thing. Is like, Give it it's a like chance, when my kid, my kids, I put something on a plate in front of them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's gross. I don't like it. I'm yeah. like, then you look over like ten minutes later, and they, you know, they're eating it, and they're like, then they want more of it, and it's like, yeah. See you tried it, and you liked it.
2: Yeah.
0: That's all. I but don't know. E- I don't want people to do that. But the e- <laughs> But do you do it with Doritos though? No, because <laughs> no. no, Doritos. Number of the beast is Doritos. <laughs> Everybody yeah, likes it right away. Right? Like you're, 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 you, you've just basically said virtual 11 is broccoli. <laughs> and, and, and all the rest of Maiden maybe I, is like maybe junk food. <laughs> maybe it did. And you're like, hey, look, if you eat it enough, you'll get, you'll get good uh, hair follicles. I'm like, oh my God. Oh man. Oh my God. No, look, there, there are. I don't want to be too hard on it because yeah. there's some nice spots, but yeah. this is leaves a lot wanting. It yeah. could have been way better. It's a missed opportunity. It's a Maiden album. Oh, here, like, I'll
1: bring up my yeah. list of ranked songs and tell you where. Ooh, yes. You said you wanted to know where the Educated uh, Fool was?
0: I did back then, but now I'm. Oh, I right <laughs> no, I do want to know. Where is it?
1: So I have 155 Maiden songs. Yes. Here. Uh, I said negative 265 In the order of.
0: Negative 65 or whatever it is. Um, let's see now.
1: Number 62 is The Educated Fool out of
0: number,
2: 155. Num-
0: number 62? Yeah. Wow, top half? Yeah. Not bad? Yeah. All right, where, where two worlds collide, where is that? Let's see. When now. two worlds collide. 80. 80. Yeah. Bottom half. Yeah. Bottom half. So your third favorite song on this album is in your bottom half. Statistically, me thinketh. I would like to see a that linear. Sense, I would uh, like I know, to see a linear combination of this album versus Fear of the Dark.
1: But I'm saying that when I'm, this is no. the ranking of all you, the Maiden you songs. You send Hold me now. that. This is go ahead. This is the the ranking of all the Maiden songs. Yeah, They're, I like every single song down until, yeah, around like one forty five, yeah. one forty six. So the bottom eight or nine songs are the only songs I find yeah. I don't like. I might as well have, like, a 20-way tie for, like, some of these songs. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I'm going to apply a statistical distribution to this. Okay. Do a few random number generators. <laughs> see which one you like actually more on a song-by-song basis.
1: Okay. I'll send you my list. Yeah, you can I'm do not, that. I'm not going to do <laughs> that.
0: I'm not going to do that. But I've got a friend of mine a statistician. I'm going to be like, just prove that he likes this <laughs> novel more than that one using some statistical distribution. So, okay. Here's, yeah.
1: here's my breakdown of Virtual Eleven versus Fear of the Dark. Do it. So, for Virtual Eleven. Yes versus Fear of the Dark mm-hmm. Fear of the Dark we went through it and this is where you said that I trashed the album but I said okay I said Be Quick or Be Dead I thought was pretty good
0: mm. right I, From I, I here was to in be... love with it and you were not yeah, yeah go on
1: right but I said it was I said it was a pretty good song I said it, I didn't think it was like um, you thought it was a, a classic and I was yeah. like yeah it's pretty good I, well, like, it's, I like it
0: it's no educated fool
1: no but I like it yeah From Here to Eternity I like mm. I said pretty good
0: yeah
1: Afraid to Shoot Strangers I said it was great yeah Fear is the Key yeah then I it said starts. it was very weak because, yeah. you know, the telling lies, yeah, and, lies and lies and yeah. lies and lies. Childhood's End, I yeah. was not a fan no. of. I said the drumming was kind of cool, right. but I wasn't a big fan. Wasting Love, yeah. Power Ballad. I was like, ah, eh, it's all right. I liked it. You liked it more yeah. than me. The Fugitive, I said, yeah. you know, it has a cool chorus. Yeah. It's kind of blah. It's, you not, had some it's positives okay. On it. Yeah, Chains of Misery, I thought yeah. was cheesy. Yeah, did not like it very much. We both didn't like apparition. That. I thought was weak. Yeah, uh, I agree. Judas, my guide, I thought yeah. was great.
0: You loved it. I didn't.
1: Weekend warrior, I thought yeah. was
0: weak. Top ten song,
1: <laughs> <laughs> fear of the dark. Yeah, I thought was great.
0: We both like yeah.
1: So and out of those twelve songs, yeah. I have five out of twelve are good to great. Yeah, one or two I would give a pass to, and five or six that I think are weak. On this album, yeah, I said future real. I thought was great. Yes. Angel and the Gambler, I thought was weak.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, Lightning Strike strikes twice, I thought was decent. Yeah. Klansman, I thought was great. When two worlds collide, I thought was great. Educated Fool, I thought was great. Don't look in the eyes of a stranger. To the, to the eyes of a stranger, I thought was weak, and that yeah. was like a misfire. And then Como Este Amigos is good, to Very good. Yeah, and you're not a huge. So that's four out of eight, four eight. that I thought yeah. were great. Yeah. Lightning strikes di- twice, I thought was decent. Yeah. Angel and the Gambler, I don't mind it, but it's. Yeah. It's, I'll admit it's weak and Don't Look at the Eyes of Strangers is the only song that I thought was like truly like a stinker on this album yeah so that's if you look at how much I like the songs yeah this <laughs> album I like more than Fear the Dark
0: okay I got I got. and I have it also yeah.
1: done. I also have it figured out for uh, oh No God. Prayer yeah because I had no, no Prayer down in Towards the Bottom too. yeah so I had Tail Gunner which I think is a classic it's one of my favorite music <laughs> songs yeah. Holy Smoke Mm. Not a favorite, but it's uh, catchy and fun. Yeah. No Prayer of Dying, I think, is great. Public Enemy number 1 is great. And Fate's Warning, I think, is good. Then you have The Assassin, which is kind of cheesy. Run Silent, Run Deep, which I wasn't a big fan of. Yeah. Hooks in You is okay. Ugh. Catchy. Ugh. It's catchy and it's fun, but it's not great. Bring Your Daughter. Hooks, hooks in what?
0: Hooks in what? Hooks in You. We keep going.
1: Um, <laughs> hooks in the ceiling. <laughs> hooks, um, in, hooks in everything. <laughs> bring Your Daughter. Yeah. I thought it was cheesy. Bring it's okay, daughter, but I'm, not, I'm still warrior. not a huge... Yeah. Fan. Yeah. and Mother of Russia I thought yeah. was good but it's not a favorite of mine yeah, great so that's 5 to 10 great, good to great songs Yeah, 3 passable and 2 stinkers so yeah. I'll take Virtual Eleven over Fear of the Dark but not over No Prayer
0: but a, a Boston but the Bruins, Klansman yeah.
1: is better than anything on No Prayer well that's what
0: I was going to say I want to yeah. say this so Boston Bruins fan you should know yeah. uh, an album is in some of parts just like your team is in some of parts because you don't have a ton of parts but you have an amazing front line so um, when you when you outlined Fear uh, versus Virtual Eleven there was a lot of similarities strong start or strong finish you've never been a huge Fear of the Dark as a track lover anyway
1: I'm but, a huge fan of that song live yeah but, yeah.
0: but you're not a, you're not crazy not as much as Klansman whereas not, oh yeah, there's Klansman no Klansman on that album for you so that, that stands out crazy on which yeah on there's no Klansman equivalent on Fear of the Dark not even close in your mind yeah you're right there's nothing like it so that's the difference the rest is they both start strong you're, you know you think um, Virtual Eleven goes a little on the second side of the vinyl a little stronger than than the other one but really that's your difference like Fear of um, the Dark has some yeah. good
1: and great songs on it and then mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I, I think is weak yeah this album, I think, only two of the songs I would call weak.
0: Yeah. When you were doing this, I was sitting here. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, two and a half years ago, we were like, oh, let's get drunk and talk about Maiden. And now we're like 116 episodes, 18 episodes, whatever in. And you're like, all right. All right. On track six. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. It's like, we, you know, this should be on ham radio. I mean, this is like <laughs> conspiracy theory. You know, we got to get this off the internet, you know, just in just case someone's listening in. This is getting weird.
1: <laughs> so we're just comparing and contrasting and new in, in, in
0: minutia in yeah. minutia but that's in what it's yeah. all about that's where it's different I mean yeah. everybody you know you can't compare eights and tens you gotta compare the weak ones I don't know I, I, I don't wanna be too negative on the album I just think um, if you haven't listened to it you but might, I do you put this like above Fear of the it. Dark by far you would but that's just me yeah that's fair enough and that is statistically I think that and is depending
1: just on the day yeah that you ask me yeah. I might sometimes put this higher than No yeah. Prayer I bet you I can guarantee you yeah. I listened to this album more than I listened to No Prayer or Fear the Dark in the mm-hmm.
0: last year yeah I so guess for something. me Klansman can't carry a whole album so yeah I guess that's where I'd leave yeah. it yeah anyway, it's not on plays yeah. co- I'm gonna
1: read a couple more virtual oh, 11 emails right. before we wrap up yes um, only a couple because I
0: have you have a giant scroll
1: yeah. Oh man, I should get in this one because we just talked about Como Este Amigo.
0: Yeah. Iax.
1: Ajax emailed yeah. me, says, Como este amigos. I never liked this one. For me it ruins the end of the album. <sighs> he doesn't like that one. Ricardo Camargo yeah. says, This is the lowest point in their career. I tried listening to it a few times. It's painful. I'd rather shove a whole pineapple up my ass than listen to Como Esta Amigo. Again. Oh
0: my God, that's awesome. So that's uh, not universally liked that's as I thought it awesome. was. But there is a lot of people who that's their favorite song. So. Yeah, I don't know. Imagine just walking into bar limping and someone will be like, Sit down. Oh, I can't. Why, why, why not? What's going on? It's like, I had a, a choice to listen to a song again. I made my decision. I stand by it. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine? Oh man.
1: Uh, I got this email from Greg mm. on Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger. Mm. The seemingly 23 and a half minute buildup of Blaze saying repeatedly, Don't Look to, Don't Look to, Don't Look to the Eyes of the Stranger, is one of my least favorite things in the Maiden discography. Totally unnecessary. Mm. And then Aiden says, Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger is the second worst Maiden song ever. Wow. Second worst. Second worst. Yeah. I think Angel and the Gambler is worse. I already went in that. But we're not going to debate We're not going to, no. Um... Charlie Gibbard, he wrote an email. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he said, Thanks for doing mm. Virtual 11. Now don't ever mention it again.
0: Good. Good. <laughs> I think, though, he sent that to us a week or two ago. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sorry. And then he goes into
1: uh, song by song. Yeah. But I'm not going to give him that. Pedro Camino, it's a heinous yeah. album. Uh, we already mentioned that. Sieg's Man says, I love Virtual 11. And to me, it sounds like a very natural lead up to Brave New World, even though it cops a lot of criticism for long songs. I'd say to me, it feels like Maiden's tightest and most focused album since No Prayer. Yeah. It's the shortest album since No Prayer in overall runtime and the only Mm. Maiden album with only eight songs since Seventh Son.
0: Yeah. But, But when he says it's like it's a great setup to Brave New World, that's like... Uh, getting as much weight as possible before you enter in your company's fat losing challenge, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's literally what it is. Like, let's make it as bad as possible. So, Bruce for the looks the before really good, picture? yeah. For the before picture, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's right.
1: <laughs> uh, James says it has three very strong tracks Futurial Clansman yeah. and Educated Fool, Ooh. and two absolute stinkers Two Worlds Collide and Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger. The problem is that the rest of the album is just okay, so the ol- whole album seems mediocre. Cindy says, Believe it or not, this is my favorite Iron Maiden album. Wow. To be honest, it was also the first Iron Maiden album I ever heard, so maybe I am, so I may be biased. It has a special place in my heart.
0: Oh, cool for Cindy, though. Yeah. yeah. She okay. loves it. Fair enough. I hope I wasn't too harsh on it. Thanks Paul for
1: that. Paul says, It's got bits, but Blaze yeah. sounds absolutely knackered throughout. And the production makes the whole thing sound laborious, and yeah, the use of that organ. Ingo says, It's not as bad as people think. Which isn't really a compliment. No,
0: it's not it's, <laughs> not. it's not. It's not. You know that. Can you imagine that? It'd be like, hey, I had a date with a lady last night. Things went really well. If you get my drift. And the girl's like, <laughs> talking to her friends, like, how was it? Yeah, I was expecting worse. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs>
1: like, oh yeah. Um, Eric Burke says, love this album. Different style than with Bruce, Bruce. Different style than with Bruce, but still great stuff. Blaze's solo stuff is even better, which I kind mm. of agree with. Yeah. Uh, Stacy the three worst Iron Maiden alms are Fear of the Dark No Prayer for the Dying and Virtual Eleven yeah Fear of the Dark chases the wrong trends No Prayer for the Dying is full of lazy writing but if you replace The Angel and the Gambler with the edited single version and Mm. snip the middle portion from Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger Virtual Eleven can be redeemed it's at least as good as Dance of Death or the self-titled Debut the biggest problem with Blaze Era Maiden is Steve Harris didn't have anyone who could tell him when something sounds stupid.
0: Oh, my God. Ooh, there's no Ooh, way. Cindy was... started out so good there. I was like, <laughs> call me. But, or Stacy, but yeah. Stacy by the, by the end there. He... Trashing the first the, says, album.
1: And Dance of the... Oh, man.
0: and Dance of the Death. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Paul Locao, I actually take Virtual Eleven over No Prayer, Final Frontier, and Fear of the Dark. I used to like it more than X Factor just because it's slightly shorter and a bit more upbeat and punchier. But I think what makes it slip a bit now is the lack of strong length editing. I actually yeah. don't mind Angel and the don't Gambler as much rambling. anymore, and like you, I probably would take it over half the songs on Fear of the Dark. Mm-hmm. But the other song that stops the album dead is Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger. It's just not as fun as Angel of the Gambler. It makes me wonder what would have happened if they swapped that out for an early version of Blood Brothers or The Mercenary or even Dream of Mirrors. Yeah, we talked true, about that. Because they were all from these writing sessions. Yeah, we talked um, about that. Sieg yeah. says, "I absolutely love this album. Sick cover art, wicked songs, awesome solos and riffs. Yeah, songs were on, on a little long, but nothing wrong with more Maiden, in my opinion. My Blaze Bailey autograph copy hangs in my cubicle at work.
0: Oh my God, John Jeez. Jennings,
1: the Maiden album that collects dust for me. Oh, man. <laughs> this is like, wow. I don't know how many more of these should go. I have like yeah, no, seventeen pages here. No more. Um, let me just pick one more. Oh God. Okay." This is the last one I'll do. One more. Uh, This is from Rob. He says, Mm. Anyway, I must have the Virtual Eleven gene, as I don't think it's a terrible album. But I think some of the flatness of the album lines with how the drums sound. There's no drum fills. A few runs with the bass pedal. I don't blame Nico at all, but you can tell the difference in the drumming throughout the album. Compare the next album with a new producer. Nico goes from sounding like a guy who's drumming with a cold to a guy leaning in and driving the band forward. All that being said, I don't think it's a terrible album. Loads better than Fear or No Prayer, in my opinion. There's no moments as bad as The Apparition, nor the unlistenable bridge in Fate's Warning. But what do I know? I love Cilantro. For the record, I'm an older fan who bought Peace of Mind when it came out. Thanks for the great podcast. Rob. Mm. Um, I've never seen such a mountain of like emails come in from... Uh, I've just got pages and pages and pages. And this hasn't happened before with a Maiden album. So this album really, like, strikes a chord as far as, like, feedback goes. Yeah.
0: Amazing feedback. People love the the different, yeah. uh, There's like, man, that was all over the map. I don't even know what to say. I know. You know? And that, that's, that's a small yeah. sampling of how much uh, feedback we got about this mm. album. Tons. Anyway. Let's call it. We'll come Cindy's back to it. Cindy's
1: favorite album. Cindy's Virtual favorite 11. album.
0: Now that's excellent. Um, yeah, some people love it. We got a lot of feedback from people who loved it. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people loathe it. Yeah, you know that's it. Hit Strong and miss. opinions There you go. Well, so
1: that's it. We I think we more than covered mm-hmm. that album. Four episodes on this and A two episodes. A full hour on... on Angel and Gambler. Yeah. That was. Uh...
0: Yeah, two episodes in yeah. summer and time. We've done something wrong. All right, <laughs> talkingmaiden.com dot yeah. Send us an email. You know yeah. where to get us.
1: Brave New World is up next.
0: Yeah, it's up I've next. Already been, uh, We're getting there. Making clips. Final album. <laughs> I know. Clipping away. Until next time. Up the irons and down the hops.